being part of a group is kind of like without choice. Being part of a community is about investing in that. If I had to define a community, it's shared values, shared commitments, and some form of membership. Through this podcast, I'm going to be diving into different communities, looking at proven strategies and mistakes that have been made when it comes to community building. You're listening to Precious on Community, a Seedcamp podcast. Hi everyone, Precious here, Community Manager at Seed Camp. Welcome to the Precious on Community podcast. This is a show where we're going to be sharing learnings and advice from those in the trenches about what it takes to build and sustain a healthy community in order to help your organisation and your members meet their goals. So the purpose of this podcast really is to dive into different communities, look at the strategies that have worked, the mistakes that have been made when it comes to community building so that we can help people to number one understand the importance of community how to foster that spirit and and what it takes to sustain a community at scale because I think what we can understand especially today is that every brand or an organization needs a community and their survival is probably dependent on how healthy that community is right and although not no two communities are the same realistically there are repeatable steps and actions that you can do in order to make it work So through this podcast, I'm going to be diving into different communities, looking at proven strategies and mistakes that have been made when it comes to community building. I'll be looking at the importance of community, especially in the business world, what it takes to foster that community spirit, and also how you can sustain communities at scale. But I'm not going to be doing this by myself. I'm going to be having the help of many special guests and together we'll identify the methods and the tools that make community building smoother and make those connections stronger. So today's guest is very special because you will know him as the managing partner of Seed Camp and also the host of the This Much I Know podcast. So let me welcome Carlos Espinosa. Morning, Carlos. Hey, thanks, Precious. And and for those that are listening, Precious being way too too humble about um, what she's managed to build so far, even in such a short time here at Seed Camp, she's invigorated the community. So 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 great to have you, Precious. Thank you. That is very kind. And we can dig into some of the changes maybe that have come, but also your reflections on the Seed Camp community uh, a little bit later in this episode because today will be quite a brief intro but I'll share a bit about myself how I came here to be at the Seed Camp community uh, the importance of community in business and what we actually mean when we talk about community because I think the definitions can be quite yeah can be quite broad right but yeah the value is important before we get into the to to the community itself that that, that we want to be looking at today I'll just I'll just tell you a bit about how I, I got here really because realistically six months ago I didn't know what community management was and I didn't actually know what C camp was and it's funny because over these last six months I have come to not be able to escape either of those words community or C camp but I think at the core of everything I've done community has always been super important um, and I think that's how I ended up in this space when I was a teenager I was part of a number of communities I was an army cadet and so I spent a lot of time with other young people learning about like military discipline in order to 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 do something with our spare time and then when I got to university although I was studying politics I spent a lot of time with people who loved hip-hop and people who loved 
Nigerian film. And that's where I was most invigorated and energized. And so I feel like communities ultimately are what really help people to, to, to be their best selves in whatever, in whatever sphere they're in. Right. Mm. Um, if I look at what I've understood to be community, one of the best definitions I've heard actually is this idea of people coming together about what they care about in order to act on something. And the best analogy I've heard is, is, is of building, building a fire, right? So in this book, Get Together, which is talking about how to build a community with your people, um, they talk about, you know, you spark a flame, you stoke a fire and, and you pass a torch. What about you, Carlos? What, why do you think community is important? Well, first of all, I think it's, it's probably worth defining what community is. Precious, because I think it's a it's a very tricky word to define. And, and actually, I want to throw out a few more words that all kind of fall into that category. And we can play with that a little bit. Um, you know, the word group versus community versus tribe, you know, and mm-hmm. how, how do the three things kind of intermingle? And there's tons of, of, of books dealing with all three, and sometimes they're meshed together. But there's probably um, some some minor definitions and how they represent themselves in each company, right? And so, for example, something as simple as a group, right? It's a, it's an aggregation of people, right? It has no specific affinity or no specific, um, it could just be like, there's a group of people on the tube, that group of people in carriage five, you have some semblance of, you know, maybe geographic context or, or maybe yeah. some similarities, but you don't necessarily identify voluntarily with that. You're just in that group, right? Community is slightly different, right? Because the community you know, like I, I belong to community, but, but sometimes I belong to community, whether I want to or not. Right. Like um, if, if I buy a house in a specific neighborhood, I'm part of that community um, by definition of buying the house, but some people buy the house, some people buy the community, right. Some people buy a flat in a building. and don't want to be bothered. And some, don't. and so there's a little bit of, we can, we can play with that idea of the word community and then tribe. Um, and the, the reason why I carved out that specific term is because I was reading a definition of a tribe by this uh, this author called Eric Davis, and I'm just going to read it out because I think it's really good. Um, it's like, real tribes are membership groups of people that automate, accelerate, and protect the progress of one another. To build and maintain tribes, we maintain constant connection to healthy and ever-expanding people groups. We show up in these groups as valued sources of inspiration by maintaining our pursuit of being up to something bigger than ourselves and situations. We enter into valued experiences and invite others into them as well. Humans can survive without other humans. Without a powerful community, lone rangers often find themselves slowly withdrawing from activities of adventure and joy. Their life begins to stagnate. Then it begins to decay, leaving the secluded, angry, frustrated, and lifeless. Now, that's it's playing around with all these terms. Yeah. But, but what's actually interesting is like there's a commitment to a tribe, and you can get excluded from it. You can get kicked out of it. In a community, maybe there's like some some you know like some definition there about exclusion inclusion. Uh, when do you get added? When you don't get added? You know, like when you were sharing your anecdote about the army cadets, you needed to be part of it, right? Like you had to live up to the standard that the army cadets set for you, or you weren't part of that. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, you know, we could play with whether that was a group or community or a tribe or something. But you know, those are maybe just to set the the groundwork for what we're going to discuss today. Yeah, I really like that. Uh, idea about people you know actively engaging you know it's I think community is about choice so one of the definitions that I've really enjoyed is um, from a book 
called Get Together. And it's talking about how to uh, build a community with your people. And it's by Bailey Richardson, uh, Kevin Quinn and Kaya Elmasoto. And they were in charge of building the communities at Creative Mornings, eBay and Instagram. And their definition of community rather than tribe is literally people who keep coming together over what they care about. Um, and I think, again, this idea of continually coming together about something over something you care about is what distinguishes a group from a community and 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 I guess a tribe as well, I think. Um, I guess this idea of like a higher purpose is 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 something even greater. Um, but I think that the core here is about shared interests or passions or even problems, right? Because um, yeah, even problems, because whether personal or professional being part of a group is kind of like without choice being part of a community is about investing in that and I think any successful brand or business if they want to thrive they have to make sure that people are choosing to come together um and 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 growing within that that passion or that interest whether it's you know running and so it's a Nike running club or or, or rucking right like you mm. had um Jason McCarthy on a few weeks ago and I think you know what are some what are some examples of some successful communities or, or tribes, as, as you may call them, that, that you that you really admire? Well, I mean, I think you brought up the Jason McCarthy podcast that I did uh, beginning of, of 2021. If you haven't heard it, guys, this is a plug for it. Jason McCarthy, episode one for 2021. Um, Go Ruck is, is the name of the, the brand. And he built a really interesting community. But not to go too much into that. I think one of the things that, that you, you brought up right now, Precious, and, and as I listened to what you were defining, and I, and I remember that interview, I think maybe if I had to define a community into three little points, and maybe this we can play with this if you think it's accurate for the rest of the examples that you might have, it's shared values, shared commitments, and some form of membership. And that membership means it's either open to all or open to those that qualify. Like it does, you don't necessarily need to to pick one or the other. It just has to be very specific about what it is. It's either an open to all membership or it's provided you get this license, provided that you get that, you know, clubhouse, provided you get the invitation. Yeah. <laughs> You're a member of the clubhouse community, right? Absolutely. So it's shared value, shared commitments and membership. Would, do Any others that you think from all the, we have to synthesize it down to the to three core elements. Yeah, I think. When we talk about commitment, you also need an, an opportunity to actually come together. And I think this is where mm -hmm. tools come in. So it's either Clubhouse where it's an audio platform or it is a Telegram group or it is a Facebook group or it's actually a conference that happens every year. So, yeah, definitely the interest, the commitment is you have to be able to act on something in order to be able to be part of that. And then, yeah, that membership is mm -hmm. is is a choice. Mm -hmm. So, okay, if, if we're talking about this, this shared interest, this shared passion um, and this commitment, we're saying that communities and tribes, they serve a need, right? And they generate value for the organisation, but also for the members. So if we're thinking about that, then let's maybe talk about the CCAMP community, because I joined in November 2020. And, you know, that was the same week that actually we launched Fund 5. And it was really exciting to witness the external buzz on social media, et cetera, but the internal buzz in terms of the founders on, on, on our very own tool, Mobilize, right? A platform where all of the, the founders uh, within Seacamp companies are united. It was interesting to see that 
not only did we have people excited about the launch of this fund, but we had members of the community actually investing within the fund. So ATC Camp founders, you know, uh, chose to invest in, in Fund 5. And I think that's what really shows the sign of a healthy community, one where people, again, are not only having that shared interest, but they're committing, whether it's their money or it's their time. And so when we think about generating value, this is me seeing the Sea Camp community at this point, but how have you seen it, you know, evolve over the years when we're looking at this idea of shared values and, you know, shared commitments and and, and membership? Yeah, so it's... um. That's a good question, Precious, because it's something that we've been reflecting on, right? Since you joined, we've been reflecting on how do we evolve? How do we make it better? How do we make it more value-add? And um, and first of all, if I start backwards with that definition that we came up with, um, the, the membership is clearly defined as anybody who becomes a seed camp company, right? So it's, it's not open to all in the sense that you're part of the seed camp founder community, if you are a Seedcamp founder, you can become a Seedcamp founder. There's nothing yeah. preventing you from becoming a Seedcamp founder, but you know you need to have received investment. So you know that is an open network insofar as it's to any founder or you know key uh, member of the team of a company um, post-investment, right? So that's kind of the membership. And that's always been that way because there's a shared set of commitments and those commitments that that uh, founders have is to, to be able to help everybody else that joins. So during, um, and I think other other communities do this as well. Like for example, whenever there's a new member in the community, uh, the, the more experienced members help them out. And yeah. so that's one of the shared commitments to help um, help each other out. And that happens sometimes through social events that we organize. And that sometimes happens through structured events that we organize that are more like when new, new teams join and, and, have a chance to meet some of the more experienced founders who share their stories. And so that's the shared commitment side of things. And then the shared values, this is probably the thing that kickstarted Seedcamp in the direction that, that it has gone. You know, Seedcamp was never designed um, as a fund first. It was started off more as a community first, like Seedcamp. I mean, the whole name almost sounds like mm-hmm. a community, right? Seedcamp camping or, you know, Seedcamp. And so in many ways, it was a community that was brought together to help build uh, European early stage investments. Like the whole definition of Seed Camp day one, 2007, was how do we bring the best mentors, founders, investors, angels together to help each other out, but more importantly, to build entrepreneurship all across Europe, Eastern and Western. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that what, what that did was it meant that mentor, uh, investors were mentors. They weren't auditors. It meant that the relationship during a seed camp event was around how can I help you rather than, and I'm not talking about like today's version of how can it be useful, which is like a meme in the Valley, right? No, I'm talking yeah. about real, like, Hey, how can I open a door? And in you know, early days in every ecosystem, there's a lot more of that than let's say once people start getting cynical. So early days, you know, people would help regardless of whether they were going to financially invest. And it was amazing. It was amazing to see. And that then also um, extended to experienced founders who would come and give talks and and help out, open doors, open relationships, and so that's continued. And I think that that's been the fundamental set of values that have driven the seed camp community from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that a lot of that, or rather, I've witnessed that a lot of that still continues today. And even though the the Sea Camp Nation, as we call it, has grown exponentially, right? There's you know over a thousand people within it now. 
the idea of when people join, having had that initial commitment from CCAM in terms of capital, we then see founders actually from day one sharing not only what they're building, but also where their expertise already lies. And I think that that is 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 such an amazing input in terms of, okay, when people enter a community, what what are the things that they're already contributing? Um, and so again, it's, it's that idea of the, the shared commitment. So I think it's really great to look at the Seacamp community itself because that's just one of the many communities that exist in the world right now. And although community is a big term, it's it's very clear that, that there's still a lot to be done in terms of defining what that means for each individual organization and brand. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's one that, yeah, I guess we're going to explore through. We're going to explore through it. But what's really interesting about exploring that, and I'm looking forward to your future episodes, Precious, is that how much a brand can either nail it and like create a new unique spin on community and find people that are really passionate about something and establish those commitments and values and, 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 you know, membership parameters. And then there's others that fail so badly, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, and, you know, we're not going to, I'm hoping we don't. Yeah, Use this as a channel to name and shame, right? But <laughs> but I think we all know at least one brand where you're like, really, really, that doesn't no, that does not feel authentic at all. No. Um, and so I think that that's part of the power of this and why community is so important is because it literally can become the brand yeah. for many companies. I think the importance of a community is also that you have people who give you feedback. Someone shared this uh story of YouTube starting off as a dating site. But they they pivoted, right? Because it was like, oh, this isn't working. But where did they get that feedback? It was probably from their community, right? Yeah. And so I think one of the great things that we'll definitely be looking at through this podcast as well is one of the most important things when building and sustaining community is that it can't be done alone. It can't be done by the leaders themselves, right? It has to yeah. be done with other people. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how these other people, whether they've built communities themselves or whether they've come in to to help manage communities like what I'm doing, what those lessons have been, what tools that they've used um, and how it's going. And also how community is going to change, right? Community is not static. It continues to evolve. So I think we can probably, we can probably wrap up here and just say that, yeah, we're going to be looking at so much in terms of what community can be, is, um, and, and was over the, over the coming episode. So thanks so much for joining me this uh, today, Carlos. Um, Thank you. Everyone, let's keep an eye out for the next episode of Precious on Community, where we'll dive into, you know, what it takes to nurture and maintain the right spirit within the community with a new guest. So until next time. Bye. Bye.